Welcome back to the second All Women All About Jesus podcast. Um, This is Maggie Willis again. I'm here with my sister, Molly Mansour, and our spiritual mama, Miss Dorian Deerdorf. (laughs) And um, I'm just going to start and uh, read a scripture here, and it is Acts 2-4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with different tongues, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out. And Molly, will you just open us up in prayer? Lord, we just thank you for this day and just what you brought together right here, Lord. And we just thank you for these two women, Lord, and that you just put them into my life and just into each other's life, Lord. Um, you know all of these plans that you have in store for us, Lord, and we just we just hope to um, show your glory today, Lord, and your goodness and everything that you are have done and doing in our lives, Lord. We're just so thankful for you, and we praise you, and just anything on here said, Lord, is just um, just brought for your glory, Lord. I just pray if there's anything that we do say that's not supposed to be heard or coming from our flesh, Lord, you just remove it from anyone's ears, Lord, and just um, you fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, and um, just bless this, Lord. We just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, so today we've kind of received a word that the Lord wants us to talk about when we were, um, or when we received our bad baptism of the Holy Ghost. And um, I guess Dorian got it first, so, <laughs> so let's hear your story. Okay, um, I'll start back 20 years ago when I was scared of it because I know um, when you come from a different background, you know, it's not talked about. And um, so I grew up kind of every other weekend Catholic and had never heard of that. Um, and then I moved to Missouri and uh, went to church with a friend <laughs> an assembly of God church. They were like running around the church and (laughs) speaking in tongues. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm out. (laughs) And so that was like in the nineties and, um, and yeah, a whole bunch happened. And then, um, in 2016, I found the Lord and, um, was learning about it. And, um, I know when I was at Teen Challenge, when they started doing that, I just tapped out. Like, it was weird, and um, I didn't understand it, but I loved the rest of what was going on in church, and so I just kind of eat the meat and spit out the bones. Um, But slowly, as I started reading the Word of God, I learned that it's biblical, Um, and so then, like, It was just a long process for me, um, going from being afraid of it to being curious about it to then reading it in scripture. Um, So then I started um, witnessing and witnessing people um, that I knew were close to the Lord. And um, so then I wanted to hear testimonies about it, how others received it. You know, a lot of people were like in their car or sat up in bed. And, um, and so for like a whole year, I was just thirsty to hear their story. Um, then I started asking God for it and mm-hmm. it didn't happen, didn't happen. I like, and then, um, I saw it kind of like being forced at church, like trying to make it happen. And Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like that was biblical. Um, And so I kind of backed off a little bit and just kept seeking the Lord. And, um, and I don't know, it was Willie's first men's encounter. Um, We were dating, but not married and I was um, preparing to go um, to Kansas City for a living free, like, facilitators um, meeting, and that was big, and I just needed, I just wanted, like, an extra touch from the Lord, Mm -hmm. and uh, my daughter was really lost in addiction, and um, I was really hurting, 
And uh, I just love how like perfect God's timing is. And, um, and it was right on time. And um, so how I received the baptism, um, I was in my room. Um, I was actually renting a room from a lady and she wasn't home. Um, so for me, it was very private and personal and, um, and I was listening to a Francis Chan, uh, sermon and all he was doing was reading the word of God. He was reading revelation four, I believe talking about the four living beings covered with (laughs) eyes and, you know, the gold bowl of incense and, um, just the prayers of the saints and, I was just laying there kind of in a meditative state and I didn't realize at the time that the scripture starts like instantly I was in the spirit Mm. and that revelation came later after I shared my testimony, somebody was like, Hey, it said, and that is exactly what happened. Um, I just, I allowed myself, you know, to, um, be open and man. Um, so, I can feel his presence resting mm. on my back right now. Yeah, come on. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So um, I'm just laying there, and and I was in the scene of heaven. Just his his word, and uh, man, it just hit me. And and this language came out, and I knew <laughs> that I could shut it down at any time but that it wasn't me. Like I was just open to it and yielded to this beautiful, like I never felt so close to God. And man, it came out with just power and fire. (laughs) And I was like warm all over and tingling and shaking. (laughs) And it seemed like it went on for like a whole minute or two, which was, you know, huge. And there was no way it was me. There was no way it was made up. And um, it was just beautiful, amazing, powerful. And I was so filled and overflowing and excited. I think I could have ran the outskirts of Chillicothe. (laughs) And then, like, I picked up my – I was so excited. Like, I wanted to call everybody. It was like I had just hit the spiritual jackpot. (laughs) It was amazing. And, yeah. And so um, I share that that testimony. You know, it didn't make me any more saved. It doesn't make me – Right. Any better than anybody, but I want everything that, that Jesus has to offer. And it, you know, it says we'll receive power, you know, when, when the spirit descended on, on him, that's when he received power. And, you know, we have fire because we have impurities to be burned out where he had, you know, the dove because he had nothing to burn away. And I just received that revelation just in the last few weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. but his ministry, um, so wouldn't we all want that? Right. Um, but it's not spoke about everywhere and, um, and we're leaky vessels. And so I'm just going to be honest and, and share with you guys right now. Like, so I know I have that, but I need a refill. Right. Um, because, we're saved. Like we have salvation. We should be always full of joy and everywhere we go operating in that, you know, but it it starts at his feet. And I don't want to be chasing after gifts and power. Um, because when you're, when you're sitting there at his feet, that stuff comes. And, um, so I had it I had it backwards. You know, there was a whole season where I was more chasing after the gifts and chasing after the power. And um, he's like, you forgot about your first love. Like, come sit at my feet. And and so I'm already, like, starting to be filled back up. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of go all over the place. No, but. no, no. You're good. And we're human. So we are leaky vessels. Yes. And we're just living in this world that's full of It's not a one and, and done, though. Like, right continuous filling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And so, um, 
for me, I guess it was kind of a two part is what I would call it, I guess. And, um, I feel like I got completely filled up with the Holy Spirit at a street reach in Princeton. And, um, at Torian was actually there with me and she was just like, ah, oh. they said, if anybody has stomach trouble, like come forward. And I had had in the past, but, um, when I quit drinking, my stomach problem went away. And so Dorian was like, oh, I had to take a antacid or something this morning. I better. And I was like, Dorian, go up there. Like, come on. And so I walked up to the front with her and um, they're like, Dorian, we talked about this last night. <laughs> she was just like, okay. And they turned and looked at me and they were just like, and what do you need? And or that's what Dustin Brown said to me. And I was just like, you know, I just brought Dorian up here, <laughs> but, um, I feel like I could literally throw up right now. And they were like, yeah, let's just pray for you right now. And so Christy Brown just like got in front of me and Dustin was there too. And he's just like, go get Joe Garten. And, um, and so all four of them were just surrounding me and, um, they just, I just remember, um, Dustin and Christy both, they were just like, fill her up, Lord, fill her well completely up so that it overflows and just kept praying that over me. And Joe Garten starts speaking in tongues behind me. And, um, I did not grow up with speaking in tongues at all. This is like one of the very first times that I've ever heard anybody speak in tongues. And so when that very first time is, it's just like, what is that? Like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. And then Dorian's over here to my right and she just broke out in the most beautiful like heavenly language I can't even explain it and I like had to open my eyes during prayer and like look over there to make sure that it was her and so after that I my whole entire body just shook for two hours I swear and I was just crying for two hours straight just kept crying and kept crying and I really feel like I received um, I guess the baptism of the Holy Ghost or just the filling of the Holy Ghost. And um, funny thing is Dorian's like, no, I wasn't praying in tongues. And I'm like, girl, I know that you were. <laughs> I heard it and I saw it. And so that was just like, maybe I was caught up in the spirit and just like everything around wow. me was, I don't know, you know, I just know what I saw and what I heard. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but then when I actually received my prayer language, um, I was, um, my pastor at our church Sunday was just like, you know, if anybody wants to receive this, that doesn't have it, like come forward. And I'd been thinking about it for a while and, um, was just like, I, re I really want that. Um, because the verse, um, oh, maybe, maybe when it's like, this is the heavenly language, the devil can't get in, um, get into this anyways and so I was just like it gave me that desire like I want this whatever it is I I want it if the Lord is offering it I feel like I need it and so um I went up and my pastor Tom Hogan he just prayed over me and he's like you know I I know that you have the Holy Spirit within you um but we're just gonna wait and you just keep praying to receive this and so I just I just the whole week I just kept praying and kept praying and kept praying and um, I began f to fast for the women's revival that was going to happen that weekend. And um, then I saw Joe Garten and Wake Garten on Friday. Oh, she's got the verse. Let's see what it is here. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. Yep. Amen. It's a perfect yeah. prayer. Yeah, perfect. Yes, exactly. And, um, so Joe and Wake Garden came in for a, um, actually do to do a podcast together and Wake, who's like, what, like nine years old. And he's just like, come on, you, you want to <laughs> speak in tongues? Like, come on, like I can do it. And I was like, what? Come on. And so they both prayed over me and, um, and Joe just said, you know, the Lord said that, um, you have doubt and unbelief. And I was like, man, I felt that because I was literally getting ready to pray for that. And then they stopped and they were just, he's just like, you need to keep praying for that to be removed. 
And um, it was like the Lord had told me that as well. And just, and, and I remember him telling me like, when this happens, you just need to have, you're going to have that childlike faith and you're going to start laughing because that's the same thing that happened to wake. And, um, and so the next day I'm getting ready for the women's revival and these weird, weird words start coming into my head. And I was like, man, am I supposed to say that? Like, what in the world is that? And so I didn't. And, um, we had the women's revival that night and it was amazing. And then, um, some ladies came from, uh, Cameron and they were just like, we want to pray for you afterwards. And so I was like, all right. And, um, they just began praying over me and they were all surrounding me, um, speaking in their heavenly language. And I just broke out like instantly. And it was just like, holy moly. And it was so fast that I could not even stop. And then I just began to laugh like a child. Like it was literally like childlike faith Mm -hmm. had just come upon me. And it was just, it was amazing. I don't even know how else to describe it. And then just my whole journey through this is just like, um, you start saying things that you're like, Oh, I don't know if that's that's really what that is. And then it grows and it grows and it grows. And it really just is almost like when I do it now, it's like filling my well up, like started when Dustin and Christy were praying for me. And, um, so that has just been amazing. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to push this on anyone, but it has just changed changed my walk being able to do this and just when I have been like on my knees or on my face praying and I don't have anything else it is like the spirit just takes over and just and then I can just go and go and go for longer and it seems like that's more intimate for me than praying real words I mean that's biblical it says when we don't know what to pray like the spirit bears utterance yeah I don't know where that scripture is at but um that that gives me relief like because sometimes I just don't have words yeah yes I know like I feel led to pray but Mm -hmm. I I don't I'm just at a loss for words yeah and it's like we have the spirit in us and Mm -hmm. you know it just he groans yeah and um too deep for words that that scripture is so alive right now Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Molly's the last one here that just got this. Um, just she's actually receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the utterance. And so do you want to tell us about how this came upon you? Testify. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I am still on a spiritual high, so it's going to be all over the place. But it has been just amazing week here in Missouri and um, these last few months, I've been really um, just struggling, just struggling, feeling of uh, loneliness attacking me and just hopelessness. And um, coming back to Missouri, I was like, oh, I don't even really want to go. The devil was trying to keep me home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this week, Tuesday came around and my sister was going to be talking at a women's Bible study. And my mom's like, I'm watching the kids. You're going. I'm like, OK, mom, like, <laughs> I guess I'll go. And I was like, I got there and Maggie just did a wonderful job and um, just really spoke from her heart and it touched me a lot. And then we got in a prayer circle and it was just, it was crazy. Half these women were speaking in tongues while someone was praying. And at the beginning of it, I was just like, man, could they be quiet? Like, I was really frustrated. I was like, I can't even hear the person praying. And... um halfway through it, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And God was trying to break this, like, um, the spirit off me. Um, and by the end of it, these women just get around me and just start praying, praying in tongues and just praying for me and, um, just give me a lot of breakthrough and, um, visions. And, um, one of the things they told me to do, I needed to go home and get on my knees and repent for not just my sins, but my husband's. And I was like, man, I've never done that. And, um, yeah, that really hit me. And I was like, 
I'd never even, my sister and my mom and dad have been speaking tongues for a few months, and I just was like, man, I don't think that's for me. I don't need that. Um, and these women are like, we don't, we're not doing it or telling you to um, ask for it because it's going to make you, like, um, better than anyone. It just changed their lives completely and their walk with Christ and their husband's life, and they know my life and what I've been praying for. And um, that night it broke a lot off me and I was like it really hit me like man I do want this and that night um I I didn't sleep very well and woke up early and God hit me with verses immediately and the first verse was like um get alone in your room and get on your knees and pray I can't even think of the verse now the um but that was awesome and then I just like started looking up tongues and all of a sudden it just like I just started reading through it and then it just broke me uh, 1 Corinthians 14.22, tongues then are then are a sign, not for believers, for un, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is not for the unbelievers, but for believers. And that just hit me. It's like, I, I wasn't wanting this for myself, but if this could be some way of helping my husband and salvation, that is, that is what I want. And it just broke my heart right there. And that night I went to another Bible study, and I was like, I think there is some kind of... Um, spirit of judgment or religion or something on me like something is holding me back from um from getting this gift and um people all prayed for me that night as well and I felt better but it still something was just something was I was just not being obedient to what God said to do that morning get a, get in your room alone get on your knees and pray and so that next day my parents leave um and I'm just there with my children, and my son's asleep, and my daughter's, like, half asleep, um, and I just get on my knees, and I just hold my daughter, just put my hands on my daughter, and I just start immediately just praying out loud, and just break into tears, and just weeping, and asking for forgiveness, and just, just asking for God to give me this gift, if this is going to change any part of, of my husband's life, Lord, that I, that I want it, I need it, I, I gotta have it, and next thing you know, my daughter starts um, crying, and I'm standing up, and now I'm walking around, and just shouting out to God, and just next thing you know, I just ask, please, God, just give me this, and it just hit me, and I just started saying Jesus, and it just started coming out, and it was just amazing, and my whole body just felt like it was on fire. I sweat through all my clothes. I was... (laughs) I was so happy. I can't describe it. And I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop my mouth from moving. It's just saying these just, just crazy, beautiful things to God. And you just, I can't even describe it. And I just asked God, like right there, I said, please, can I call my mom? Can I tell her about this? And he said, clear as day. Yes, proclaim it. Mm-hmm. And it was just awesome. I called my mom and I could have, I could have ran five, five Ks. <laughs> I was lit up. <laughs> and the rest of the night going to another um worship night it just turned into it just turned into another incredible night and um yeah my my brother even uh that night we prayed over him and um another guy there at the church we went to prayed over him and we ended up both getting tongues in the same day and it was just incredible and just such an incredible experience to share with my family. And, um, yeah, it was just, an, it was just insane. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we were sitting here. So now, now we've had a, <laughs> we've had a crazy week. And then we, um, about an hour ago, pray over my husband and he receives the same gift and he's been asking for it for a while now. And, um, I think he just finally laid it down and was it and spit it out. And it was yeah, amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you could, de- could not deny the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And what is so crazy about this connection with Dorian and Willie and Willie's Dorian's yes. husband, um, Dorian, even that day that I got it, um, I had texted her that day. She had texted me and said, uh, asked if I want to go to post and I said "Ah, I just kind of feel led to go here and I just start telling her kind of what was happening and I was asking for the 
um, the gift. And then next thing you know, she said she's coming and she's joining me and she's just right there alongside me. And next thing you know, an hour later, it's like, Dorian, Dorian, <laughs> guess what? It happened. And then Dorian and Willie were right there with Thane came that night too. Thane gets it. And then Dorian and Willie today are here at our house again. And then Brian gets it. There's just something about there's just a connection with them and our family and just the spirit of God is just so present and thick when they're around and it's just, it's just yeah. fire. Yeah. And, and even just, just going back on like our relationship with Willie and Dory and, um, as we've kind of talked about on the podcast before, like they came down to Texas to Molly's house for Molly's baptism and didn't even know me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know her. That was amazing. And, and I had met Dorian like one time at post and it was just like I could see the fire in her Mm -hmm. was the same fire that was burning in my heart and I was like this is my girl and then we go down to Molly's house and they end up both being beauticians I don't know if you want to hit on that yeah we are (laughs) it's crazy we have so much um alike and there's so much that we don't have alike but it like we just feed off of each other and it's just like the most amazing connection and Dorian just um not too long ago we both struggled with literally the exact same thing a A week week apart apart. (laughs) and I don't I don't bombard Dorian with questions too often because she's I'm sure getting it from a lot of people and (laughs) it was literally a week later I was like I got to tell someone about this like I was really struggling with my identity and what I was supposed to do and putting aside pride and vain and um, just all these feelings, and I just reached out to Dory, and just like, am I supposed to, like, if God's allowing me to get these things done again, I don't want to feel prideful again, I don't want to feel conceited, and I just tell her how I'm feeling, just laid out there, Dorian texts back, I just went through this last week, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy, um, if you want to talk about, like, what we went through. Yeah. Yeah. What were you thinking at that point when she texts that to you? I was just like, of course. I mean, <laughs> because we're, we're all woven together in a way that only God, only God could right. do mm-hmm. even down to scriptures. I mean, when I met you, Maggie, I was lit up with Mark 16, 17, 18. Yeah, and <laughs> And that just continues to happen because it's the same Holy Spirit who's drawing us together. Um, and just the fact that like you reaching out to me, it was, it was the spirit prodding you to do that because I had just gone through that very thing. And, um, so yeah, um, we've both struggled with vanity and, um, and I really battled. So I'll back up a little bit. Um, being a hairstylist, um, before I knew my identity in Christ, that was my identity. Mm-hmm. And it was exhausting. And it got to the point where um, I was more doing like the nails and all of that because I felt like it was a look that I needed to uphold because I was a hairstylist. But I was exhausted. Like, I just wanted to be okay in my own skin, like, not doing all of that. And, um, I mean, God created us in in his image. And so for me to say that I'm not okay, like, is probably insulting to him. And then I start reading the scriptures, you know, that it's not the outward appearance he sees through to the heart. And so, um, really the process began, um, and God really used Willie mightily. Um, and he, he, it was a process, a long, a long process. So I took a job and I couldn't wear acrylic nails. And so, you know, I had been wearing acrylic nails since eighth grade and that was really weird, but I'm not, you know, in the hair business anymore because they were really an asset, you know, shampooing hair and whatever. But now I look back and I see, you know, that he wants me to be okay, like how he created me. And, um, and so slowly, you know, I got delivered of 
hiding behind this painted face and the fake nails. And I mean, I felt like my hair was my only asset. And so I take a job where you literally had to wear a bonnet. (laughs) And so everybody looks alike. And um, I'm so thankful for that time at the hospital because then they were not attracted to the hair and the painted face, but the light of Jesus. And that was my prayer. Like, um, but getting there was like painful. (laughs) And I did one time I did, um, a three day makeup fast, you know, which a lot of that was like guilt and shame as well. Um, because of my meth addiction and my, you know, my face was not the same and I had to wear a lot of foundation and he has healed me. I mean, I'm 46 years old, so I'm not going to have the face that I had at 20, but at least now, um, when he says go, I can jump up and go and be okay, you know, and not have to do all of that. It is exhausting. You know, the foundation, the hair, um, this is the first year that I didn't fake bake. (laughs) Um, you know, like now I'm like, I need to take care of this temple. Um, you know, he healed me. Um, I don't have hep C. I like, I'm so blessed. And the scars that I have, like I'm owning them. That means healing has taken place. And so, sorry, there's a little background. Um, so this was, do what? Yeah. Recovery, restoration and healing. Right. And so my goal like was, I just look at my, my girls and they're like naturally beautiful, but their beauty is not even all like the outside. It's just the light that shines within them. And so I see that in other people. But when I looked in the mirror, I only felt pretty with all of that. But I wanted to get to a place where I would uh, feel okay, you know, um, not because of the outward appearance, but because of the joy that comes from knowing Christ and who he says that I am. And, um, okay. So fast forward to the week before we had our talk. Um, so he's pruned all of those things like the eyeliner, the fake nails, like, you know, just, um, and then the scriptures, you know, talking about, um, being in church and being like more modest, you know, not drawing attention to yourself. I do not want to be a stumbling block for somebody's husband. And when I first got saved and was going to church, like I look like mob wives, you know, like great big hair and like everything was covered. And here I felt like I was just looking nice and dressing up, you know, for the Lord. But now looking back, I would not wear all of that because it's a distraction I mean, if I came into our church now with some big heels and a shiny black shirt and great big curls and, you know, yeah. and um, so he, but if he would have taken all of that away at the beginning, it would have been too much. So, so I share that to say, be patient, give yourself grace and like patience in the process. So the hair thing, um, I... I was really going back and forth with like, I had some highlights in my hair and I was like having roots all the time. Um, my hair's not naturally this dark. Um, my natural color I haven't seen since Chelsea was, I was pregnant with Chelsea. So like 26 years (laughs) and I don't want to be caught up in vanity And he's like freed you. He's freed me from that. And so I was really battling with, do I need to go natural and just not do anything to my hair anymore? And, you know, I had highlights and I just really like went back and forth with it. And I felt like the enemy was really attacking my mind. Like, um, you know, if you, if you do that to your hair, then you're all about your, your appearance again and you know you didn't really have breakthrough and just like all these negative thoughts um 
and I was also like emotionally going through some um, just uh, issues in my marriage. Um, not not because of Willie, but some past trauma that I had, and I ended up having a dream and um, and and had a talk with Dustin and Christy, and they like helped me. <laughs> um process that and Dustin just like straight called it out um that I had like trust Mm -hmm. trust issues like when I shared the dream and and so long story short I was um I didn't even realize it but I was afraid that that Willie was um going to hurt me like the the past Past, ones and um and I didn't even like it was not consciously, but clearly like this dream exposed that. And, and so, um, they're like, you need to date your husband. Mm -hmm. And, and so I share that because that was going on right at the time that I wanted to go back dark. And so, I mean, I don't want to be like obsessing about my hair, but it, this was legit, like a thing that, that Molly and I really went through. We just really battled, you know, being hairstylists and being delivered of being so vain. And and we didn't want to go backwards. We want to go forwards. And so honestly, I feel like the enemy used it as a distraction, the whole situation. Um, Like I gave it way too much effort and emphasis. Yes. And so I was so thankful when she reached out to me because I had just had breakthrough with that. And so I posted a, a side by side of going blonde and going dark. And my husband was like, hands down. Like, I mean, that was how he married me. And, um, and, and I did it that day. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I'm not drawing attention to myself. I feel like myself and I feel like it was okay. And, um, and he's happy, and he's yeah, not and it pleased your husband, yeah, right. And so there was just so much breakthrough. I won't, and it was a lesson for me, like I don't know, to not spend so much time. You know, um, it it didn't go against scripture, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I was really thankful that Molly went through the same thing and, and actually her testimony, you know, like she was already delivered of that, um, really spoke into my life. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. All of that. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's I'm ex- rambling. <laughs> that's exactly like when I reached out to Dorian and she gave me so much advice and saying to date your husband and that's Joe. He married me, um, blonde and that's how I feel like myself I've always been blonde my whole life and I had let my hair grow out for almost a whole entire year and it was just like God I didn't start getting lashes again or anything like that but he was just like slowly letting me have things back that I like not because I need it anymore just because I liked them and that it really helped like once I got confirmation from Dorian that what I was doing was okay um, I went and got my hair blonde and I mean, Joe thinks I'm smoking now, so great, but no. we just don't want to go backwards. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and I definitely don't want to be a stumbling block for somebody else. Yes. But was... Holy Spirit was like, yes, like mm-hmm. And that's why okay. I think it's important that we even shared that message with people because when you're showing people that you've took away these things because you were so consumed in them, then if you get something back, someone can easily say, like, you weren't really delivered from it, and that that's right. what the devil tries to tell you. And so it's like, no, devil, we're going to get on here and share our testimony from it. Like, Amen. you can't come in here mm-hmm. and try to take away anything that God has been doing in our life and try to confuse other people's minds about it. And that's why we have to share our testimonies. Like, it's a new testimony every day. Yes. I do want to share, though, um, there's a difference between that and, like, like the Lord really grew us and, and yeah. we, like, consulted, you know, with counsel and whatnot. There's a difference between that and if Holy Spirit would have said, don't color your hair anymore. Right. And then to, like, 
excite my husband or whatever, um, or because I just personally like it better dark, had I like done that, that would have been disobedient. Yes. And that was not the case. So I just want to make that clear. If the Lord is telling you not to do something and you do it anyway, um, you know, he, he trumps anything. That we're yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank Most you. definitely. Thanks. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we all got connected there and had little, uh, testimonies with each other. And, mm-hmm. um, like Molly said, I got to be there for her doing that. And, um, Dorian got to be there for me and, um, Dorian also got to, um, be part of my healing from, um, my abortion and my miscarriage and, um, yeah, I feel like the Lord's saying breaking those sexual soul ties. And so, um, what had happened was Dorian had a dream about me and, um, the point of the dream really was that I needed to repent um, for having relationships um, with a specific person. And um, that next week in my recovery group, like I had, she called me on a Wednesday and my group was on Thursday. And they were like, tonight we are going to break sexual soul ties. And it was just like, holy moly, Lord, like I, that's, can only be from the Holy Spirit, yeah, you know. You can't make that up. <laughs> right. And so it was just like, okay, you know, Dorian had this dream. It confirmed that I needed to repent for this specific person, even if in the past I'd already um, repented and asked God to forgive me for all the people that I had slept with before um, getting married. And um, so uh, Doreen had this dream about me and she said, Maggie, you just need to repent. The Lord says you need to repent for that person. And, um, I did. And then the next day they gave me a deliverance prayer to pray for, um, any and all people or bad relationships that I had with people, not even dating or engaged or married or whatever with somebody else, but just that. And, um, that just kind of brings it full circle to back to your wedding testimony really Mm -hmm. and so um yeah I was able to actually break off sexual soul ties with people from the past and so what that what that really means was when I was with those people um we became one as it says and I think Genesis one flesh yes yes one flesh and it talks about that in Genesis 2, I believe. And um, so what I wanted was just to be completely whole with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I wanted um, the Lord, and I asked the Lord just to restore um, me to just virgin status so that I could be completely whole for my husband. And breaking off all of those ties that I had had with other men just like completely restored me. And, um, that was just an amazing feeling. And I just recommend if anyone is listening to this, that hasn't done that to look into that, um, message me or Dorian or Molly and ask us like, how do we do those things? And, um, just be completely whole. And I'm, I was already married when I did it. And so it still just made me feel so much better after I did that, even though I was already married, but just connected. Yeah. Yeah, and just more connected and and one and whole with my husband. And, you know, and we're intertwined. Now we we put the Lord first in our marriage, and and he's just blessed that, and he just keeps revealing things to me slowly that I need to do um, to just continuously be um, purified, as Dorian talked about earlier, and just closer to him. Yeah, it's not a sprint. It's, it's a marathon forever and it's amazing yeah (laughs) there's always so much more to just all of his goodness just comes out every day there's just something new and awesome Mm -hmm. so speaking about soul ties um you know when you sleep with someone outside of your 
you know, if you're not married, you're like, like Maggie said, you become one flesh with them. And so you're taking on everything Mm -hmm. that they have. And, um, a lot of people don't know about soul ties. I actually learned about it in teen challenge and, um, I've just prayed, um, within the last year, like, Lord, show me, um, anybody like that I need to repent about and still like he, he shows me things. Um, and I just quickly repent because I'm like, you know, we have to give an account of our, our life, um, when we die and I, he's getting like, you said we're a well, um, and that's what I love about the street reach. Every street reach we go on, God shows me something else like that needs cleansed, that needs healing, that needs repented of, um, you know, none of us have arrived. And, um, I just want to share this scripture, Corinthians six. Um, it says, do you six fifteen? do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take away the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. Or do you not know that, that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says the two shall become one flesh. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee immorality. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body but the immoral man sins against his own body. Um, So this is the um, New American Standard Bible, and it reads a little bit different, but basically you're becoming one with who you sleep with, and and so I want to repent, you know, and break those soul ties. I don't want to bring any of that in in my marriage, and God is so just faithful and gracious and patient with us. And so I learned about that and, but he still shows me stuff and, um, and I repented and, um, for whoever's listening that maybe is engaged or, um, living together, God will meet you right where you are. Um, two weeks before I met Willie, I made a covenant with the Lord that I would, um, not have sex, um, before marriage. You know, I had been married three times. I had done everything the wrong way. And even on this side of salvation, I dated some people and it was a process. Like, um, I felt conviction a little bit, you know, but I, the flesh is weak and I failed Um, but he was just teaching me and that conviction got stronger and, um, and I finally just fully surrendered to him because I still tried to think that I could do it, that I could pick my husband and even somebody in the church. And it was, it was not of the Lord. And, um, but that's, what's so awesome about asking for forgiveness. He remembers that sin no more. And, um, and so I made that purity decision and let me tell you, God honored that. Um, and he chose a man for me that he chose Mm -hmm. and I trusted him. Um, you know, so youngsters, the whole try it before you buy it, God created your body. He knows, um, I mean, let's just keep it real. Like he knows every intimate intricate part of you and, um, better than, you know, yourself and let the Lord choose for you. And, um, so for us, you know, I, we made that covenant, um, separately and then, um, you know, our wedding night, I was a spotless, pure, redeemed bride, um, like I had, you know, yeah. I, I can't even put you back it to virgin words. status for yeah. real. Like yeah. I can't even, yeah. 
the Lord is faithful as we are faithful. And, um, and so that ministered to my daughter's life. She was engaged and they were living together. And, um, I share this because they, they stopped right where they were. Like she, they felt conviction and, um, and so, um, they waited, you know, from that point until their wedding night, and she actually got pregnant on yeah. her wedding night. And now Isaac is is a year old, and I'm just I'm just telling you guys that um, that there's no other way but His way, yes. mm-hmm. and um, and it will bless you, and He will honor um, those decisions. You know, he created man and, and women. Um, you know, that's part of intimacy and and waiting is just so worth it. And I also want to share something else. Um, it says no temptation is too strong that he won't provide a way out. And so just learn your limits and... You know, if kissing is going to push you beyond your limit, then don't kiss. Like, know your limits, and um, and it can be done because the spirit is, is strong. And um, we didn't spend the night at each other's house, and um, we just honored God, and, and it, it testifies to people, and it was so worth it. And that just speaks volumes because I feel like the world that we're living in and living in now, it seems like kids are getting younger and younger mm-hmm. and younger in their sexual activity. And so, um, and the world's promoting that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is such a, a thing to honor, to be spotless and clean and pure when you do decide to make that covenant with, with your husband and, and the Lord. And so, um, I just think that that just speaks volumes and it's, it's never too late to make that covenant. No, never. And if you've messed up, like, you know, repent and God will meet you right there. I was 40, like 42, 43 years old. I don't know. Um, you know, been, had four kids, been married three other times and is like all that's erased, mm-hmm. and this was what matters. And um, God, yeah, God's so faithful. Yes. Yeah. And if somebody that you're dating um, won't adhere to that, um, that will show you their character, and that's not somebody that you want. It will actually weed out, um, you know who's really living for the Lord and who's not. Yeah. Yeah. That order. Yeah. God first and the husband or wife and then the children and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know you had something else specific that you wanted to talk about on this journaling maybe. Oh, well, we were talking about prayer before we hit. Yes. Hit the button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to hit on that? Um. just talking about like how um there isn't a set time in the day oh yeah um, praying without ceasing yeah just praying yes. all the time and we were talking about how as all of us are mothers and how hard it is to um just find that perfect time to prayer pray and um all three of us really have a good prayer time at night and a lot of people think there's only one way you got to wake up in the morning and start your day and I'm not saying that's wrong or right or anything but I'm just saying like for mothers um, when your kids are asleep and you get down for the night like how powerful your prayer can be even then when you're tired and exhausted and all you have left to lean on is God and you quit trying to do all the tasks of the day instead of um, just focusing all on all your task and your um your routine and everything. Everyone has such a routine and just giving it all to God before you go to sleep. Um, we were just talking about that and 
how you're journaling and your dream journal and just writing stuff down because it's going to be such a testimony to other people and he can work through your dreams and he can work through anything he wants to he speaks to us through dreams for sure yeah and a lot of people dismiss their dreams like um you know if you if you see a fly and then you have a a dream about a fly you're like oh well I just saw a fly before I went to bed and you dismiss it but actually it's fresh in your mind and God uses that Mm. um he speaks to us in dreams he's been doing it since before Jesus (laughs) and our dreams mean something I know he he has disciplined me he has strengthened me through dreams he has uh prepared me for what's to come um so yes, I I journal because my memory is fried. <laughs> <laughs> and so I write down my dreams like as soon as I wake up because you know the day gets mixed in with that and you lose mm-hmm. um some important details. And back to prayer, um we were just talking about um being in the habit of praying all day long like the word says to pray without ceasing, to pray at all times and on every occasion in the power of the Holy Spirit and how we just need to be, and I'm preaching to myself right now, how we need to be in the habit of just talking to him in the car, at the store. Like, I don't care if I look crazy um, mm-hmm. because when we're praying to God and we're even just, um, the word I've heard this week is meditate, um, meditating on the word guess what the enemy can't attack your mind when you're speaking scripture Mm -hmm. when you're talking to him um and so my husband Willie his strength is is in the morning um he's really fresh and the word is alive and I am the complete opposite I do believe that I need to we need to start and end our day with Jesus and all the moments in between and it's a discipline it's something that has to be practiced to get in the habit to learn um and it does um come easier and all these things I'm speaking now are just um refreshing me like um and I just came out of kind of a two-week wilderness I was sick and um and I'm even celebrating those things because um, it's a reminder like, hey, be still. Um, Now can you hear me? (laughs) And he's like, go back to what you did at first. Well, what I did at first was worship and devotion and Joyce Meyer in the morning. Um, But really, like, prayer should be all day long. But for me, revelation comes in the evening. Like the word is how it's alive for him in the morning um, is so alive for me at night. And I believe it's because um, just how my mind works. When I wake up, I'm thinking about the day, even if I don't try to. It's like those things just battle for my attention. And even though I'm spending time with the word, with the Lord, um, I'm still like, I have to get through this because you have the day, but at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, I can stay up till three o'clock in the morning. And so I just have this peace and it's quiet. And I don't know. I, yeah. So, um, yeah, journaling and just taking that time with him and not, um, rushing through it. Mm -hmm. It's very important to start our day with him as well, because if I was to totally skip that, I'd be a mess. Mm-hmm. But when we start our day with him, um, you know, I do a devotion and read a scripture and then the plan that we're in together. And um, we start every day with Jesus calling, you know, and reading those scriptures and then praying. Then everything falls into place. But if I skip that or rush through that, my day is not the same. And you go out unarmed. Right. And things are getting crazy. People are dying um, we just heard, you know, 
September is recovery month. And I know in the last three weeks, I know of four deaths for over due to overdose. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, I'm just going to throw that out there too. Like we need to be armed and in the prayer room and standing in the gap. Um, and, and the ones that we know that are struggling, we need to love them extra and lift them up. Yeah. Lift them up. Stand, stand alongside them, you know, like Aaron and her lifting up Moses's arm. Yeah. Um, we have to be that for people when they can't do it themselves. And if, if you're struggling or going through a time, like just be humbling yourself and asking for prayer. Like I've had to do all week. You got to put aside your pride and just, yes, like, come I, on. I do need prayer. Please pray over me. And if someone wants to pray over you, just take it and receive, receive it and just, it. just be so Good thankful one. that someone even cares about you so much. They want to just yeah. love on you and fill you back up. And yeah. it, it does. It just, we need each other. Yeah. yeah. We are the body. Mm-hmm. And it continues just like Dorian was saying earlier, like it's a continual filling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't get filled up one time and expect that to last us our whole life because we're we live in this broken world, and so just that continuously getting filled up and just um, breaking that pride off and just going and you know, it might be humiliating to say what what you need prayer for, but it's you humble yourself before the Lord and He will honor that. And confessing and your sins to each other. That's yeah, what I was just yeah. So <laughs> Confess huge. your sins one to another and you yeah. will be healed. Yes, yes, it really, really, Amen. really helps. Well, and confessing like makes makes yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we could tell God, but the word says to confess one, one yeah. to another. Well, and that's just like the devil's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And when you actually speak the truth of what is actually bothering you, it's like it just completely shuts him, shuts that door, and now it's like, okay, Lord, like, how do I heal from this? Like, how do I move forward? And um, so, yeah, just exposing the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think another thing, like, in the mornings, too, if you're like me and you have trouble, like, being able to sit down and read your Bible or even concentrate to pray because your kids are wild and just crying. And um, other thing I like to do, I just wake up, I just turn on that worship music. Like, it's going to be a good day no matter what. Amen. And it just silences the kids. You just get in the zone. You can just worship together. You're being such a good example for your kids, um, people watching you, whatever it may be. Like, be... um, less like you and more like Jesus like just wake up and just be joyful and that's that's just another type of worship too I mean music is worship reading the Bible is worship it's all just worshiping Jesus and just find your kind of worship you got to start with it's hard to be in a grumpy mood when you're listening to light shine bright Mm. right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes yeah just say Jesus yes amen proclaim it in your house proclaim his name in your house pray out loud pray over your doors your beds everything praying the scriptures that's something i need to do more speaking the word out loud yes Mm -hmm. and darkness has to flee and that was even with me getting this gift i i was just praying you know without actually saying it out loud and it wasn't until i was proclaiming it and calling out to god that he gave it to me like He's like, why are you just keeping this for yourself? Like, tell any anything that's trying to attack you, like, get out of here. Like, God is here, and he's not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. Like, get rid of your fear and mm-hmm. get anything evil away from you. That kingdom authority. Yes. Yeah. yes. Command it to go in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I also had a note here um, about prayer journaling um, because I – and I feel like other people do too, struggle like with prayer ADD. (laughs) Like then you start thinking about something else and your prayer just kind of goes left. Um, And so 
Holy Spirit just had me get this giant prayer journal and it really does help. It makes, um, your prayers more intentional and then it just flows like, Next thing I know, I have five pages filled up, but you know what? It's like, it's for everyone else. It's not about me. You know, it's about this friend struggling in addiction and this friend struggling in marriage and he gives it to me. And then I can go back and like read over that and just, you know, pray for that each specific. um, And it's awesome. And then the next thing, you know, like an hour's gone by you know, and you have prayed for all of these people and there is power in our prayer. Like, like our prayer changes things. And, um, and what gives our, our prayers powers when we believe in them and you start seeing, you know, marriages be healed and backs be healed. And, you know, we don't have to always be laying hands on somebody like, and then speaking that stuff out and speaking life. Um, it's awesome. Like my prayer journal has changed things for me mm-hmm. because I was just really struggling. Um, and so I go back to doing that and, and you feel closer to God and then you start hearing from him. So even not always talking, but I love this visual. We have two ears and one mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. he reminds me of this too. Like, to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And I was always quick to speak and slow to listen. <laughs> but Reverse. Huh? Reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> progress. Not perfection, but progress. So, yeah, when you're spending all that time in prayer and prayer journal, um, you're closer to him and you hear from him and you get revelation. Um, so, yeah, it's all about Jesus. well do either of you have anything else no um so I just want to say I'm just blessed to have both of you here and to just be doing this um this thing called life with the Lord with both of you this is living Yeah. yeah yeah amen and um so we just thank you guys for listening and we will be back soon